Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, we're going to start this episode up right. Let's get it, man. Let's take it to Brooklyn, man. To the GOAT. Let's take it back, man. To that reasonable doubt, man. Nah, man. Let's go. I'm in this mood today. Some mood I'm in today, y'all. Uh huh. Who won the bettest that we don't touch? The treacherous, all the etcetera's. To the death of us, me and my confiance. Just shine, y'all feel the ambiance. Y'all niggas just but an ounce don't accumulate like snow. We don't just shine. We illuminate the uh-huh. whole show. You feel me? Faction from the other side would love to kill me. Spill three quarters of my blood into the street. Let alone the heat. Fuck them, man. Hating a nigga loving his life. In no possible ways. No defense is bugging my life. Hospital days. Affected with my man laid up. You got uptown hot block. You got his side sprayed up. I saw his life slipping. It's just a minor setback. Yo, still in all we living. Just dream about to get back. That made him smile. Though his eyes said, pray for me. I do you one better and slay these niggas faithfully Murder is a tough thing to digest It's a slow process And I ain't got nothing but time I had near brushes, not to mention Three shots, close range, never touch me Uh-huh We're drinking Tata, Tata Down in Nevada World life, I dabbled in crazy ways I was crazy straight I'm still spending money for 88 Yeah, y'all know what type of time we on We on some, we on some we on a different type of time today, man. We on a different type of time today, man. Let's 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 play that same track, but with a different artist. Come on, man. I think my man, my man Meek did this shit right. Respect the game for off that championships album. Meek went crazy on this. It's one of my favorite songs yeah. right here. Uh huh. Big bag got him big man. Uh huh. A nigga get into some money and, and his bitch bag. bag. Jumping out the rose truck with, with the, the temp tag. I'm getting money, I don't get mad. Uh-huh. Ask a nigga in my hood, he gon' say that I'm stamp. And when them situations came, I, I came, came out, out like a champ. champ. When it was pouring down rain and I came out uh-huh. of the dip. But now it's champagne showers when we poppin' the champ. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We dug all the fast and they trash. Niggas can't be as good they rats. Stand tall, point a finger, never that. I knew a nigga had it all, went to the big and got get it back. back. That's why I'm humble as ever. And I rumble whatever, don't chase hoes cause they come with the cheddar. cheddar I see my man girl, start acting bougie when he fuck up his cheddar Before you know it, niggas was fucking up better. better I knew about it and I wanted to tell him I felt funny as ever But when and I told, I told him, him he went running to tell her, damn Remember I was down bad, I'm talking under the cellar Now the Rolls Royces come with umbrellas For the rain and all the pain that we've been through If, if you don't feed your the wolves, they gon' put, put you on the menu Facts. That's why I be with family and some boys that I've been uh-huh. through If money determine loyalty, we cut you with a ginsu And all go against you, facts Rule, Rule number one, one Never count your homie pockets thinking you, you deserve it, it. Uh huh. Rule, Rule number two Never, never trust a bitch that'll fuck you for some purses Facts Rule, Rule number three Say you sign that money shit, you better stop splurging uh-huh. Cause when it's, it's all said and done and you back at the bottom, they gon' treat you like you worthless. Respect, Respect the, the game. game. Fuck, fuck the fame. I'm millionaires, fuck the watch and all the chain. 
Niggas disappear quick as Lil Zane. Uh -huh. Feeling yourself. I know you got a little lane. It's all your composure. I seen this shit happen over, over and over. That couple hundred thousand holding you over. Damn. That ain't real money. That's bill money. Buy Rolly, get a real money. Catch a case, pay a lawyer, take a deal money. Now you tapped out, ain't got no appeal money. Calling home like niggas then did you wrong. But when you had that money, you could have put niggas on. Uh -huh. In the moment that they put cuffs on you, your bitch was gone. Shoot another game. game. I'm just ahead of my class. I'm that nigga, but I never got my head in my ass. You're doing good, but I'm ready for bad. And you won't never catch me frank, cause I'm used to being second to last. Respect the game. Rule number one, never count your homies' pockets thinking you deserve it. Rule number two, never fuck your bitch that'll fuck you with some purses. Rule number three, I forgot the words. <laughs> and, I, and, and I paused it by accident. That's my bad, y'all. But anyway, let's get right into the show, y'all. We are one show away. Could y'all believe this, man? We finally made it. We finally made it, y'all. And 200 is already pre-recorded. So I did it, man. I did it. Hold on, I got to do this real quick. I, I, don't, I, don't bring up the, I don't bring up the soundboard a lot, but come on, man. Let's, let's bring it up, man. Let's bring it up, man. Come on, man. Big shout out to me, man. Big shout out to me. Big shout out to All Jokes Aside Podcast. Welcome back to episode 199 of the All Jokes Aside Podcast. And we have officially, officially recorded 200 episodes of the pod. Come on, man. Come on, man. We did. Hundred episodes, man. That's a lot of hours, y'all. That's a lot of hours and a lot of time and a lot of years. Five years, guys. I'm on episode one ninety nine. Episode two hundred is already pre recorded. But huge announcement. So for episode two hundred, I will be going live for the first time on the podcast. And if it goes well, that might be the direction I'm going. Set a time every week and just go live with the podcast. I'm always live on Facebook, Instagram, roasting people. I hold court for two, three hours, and I've decided, let me get some of this YouTube money now. Podcast is picking, picking up very slow. It's just me working, doing all the editing and everything for it. Um, I think it's time to level up. I think it's time to go live on YouTube. So next week, I will be putting out the pre-recorded episode that we did at the Improv. Me and my producer, Jason, Jay Schluggy. <clears throat> and I will be going live with some top lives, top five lives. And that should be fun. All right, but anyway, without further ado, let's get right into the show. This is going to be a fun show. I got a lot of great stuff on the docket. So let's see what we're going to talk about today. I want to start with this. My daughter, my daughter was pushing me. She said, Dad, you got to look at this damn video. She said, you know the guy Trav Trevor Jackson? I'm like, who's that? And uh, that's the guy who did Superfly, that terrible-ass movie. That movie was terrible. So anyway, he's singing now, and I've seen him on TikTok singing. But she sent me this video, and she told me she wants me to do a blind reaction to it. So let's go ahead and check out this Trevor Jackson video with him singing. I don't know what he's singing. Okay, let's check it out, y'all. can do more than that I can make that shit go hurricane with only me to blame 
Oh, he extra animated. He doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, he on his. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Listen, my thing is, if you got to do all that to get a certain note out, my nigga, sing a different song, bro. You shouldn't have to grimace your face up and do all that, all that wild seizure faces in order to get your point across, my nigga. If you got to do that, bro, you can't sing, son. Respectfully. You know what I mean? Let me celebrate Unnecessary. Fingernails in yours, Cause I'm trying to set your soul from you. I'm trying to do You know what it is? He think he mad sexy and he can't, he can't do no wrong. Oh. Oh wow. Until I hit the bottom. Make you lose your breath. Make you water. Okay, he didn't sound bad. But I see what the issue is. Like, if you turn it down and just watch it without no sound, he looks insane. So yeah. I guess my blind reaction to Trevor Jackson is everybody's talking about it online. And uh that was my blind reaction to it. It was nasty. And I'm, and that's all I'm say about that. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Episode, episode. What happens to that episode? Do we lose it? Okay. Uh, let's see where we're gonna start. Uh, I got some juicy stuff, some funny stuff. Got a lot of different things to talk about. Let's get right into. Okay, this I didn't see. So some guy is claiming. Okay, I'm not going to say it. Let's just watch the video. So this is apparently a video that took place on Tasha K's. Went to Wayne Martin. Okay. Hollywood is the hurry up and, and, and wait game. So three minutes later after them telling me, hey, you got eyes on Will. You got, we, we, we need him to come watch this. So I'm running all over the, the, the studio. He's not in his dressing room. I go to the cafeteria. I'm like, well, but I see his car there. I'm like, where is this guy at? So now I'm holding Dwayne down too, so I have the keys to his dressing room. So I'm like, yo, and they're calling my, my they, I'm on walkie-talkie and they're calling my cell phone. Yo, we need to get Will here. I'm like, yo, kind of fucked down. Like, I'm trying to find his, like, this is, this is unlike him, right? So all right, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. Nah, 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 nah. See, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. Tasha K, stay in the middle of this shit. She has not learned her lesson. I don't know who this guy is. Apparently, he worked with Will Smith and Dwayne Martin at some point, allegedly. And the man saying he walked in and saw Dwayne teeing off on Will. Come on, son. This is crazy. Dwayne and having anal sex. And having anal sex. Room, and that's when I see Dwayne 
and having anal sex with Will. No, and having anal sex with Will. Let me process that for a second. There was a couch, and um, Will was bent over on the couch, and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Murder. Like, yo! No, 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 no. Not killing him. Not killing him, son. When he said anal sex, that was fine. But now he said Dwayne was killing Will. Nah, son. No fucking way. That's wild to think about. Because you gotta, you can make a picture of it because you know what both of them look like. And to imagine Dwayne Martin teeing off on Will Smith, son, is nuts, bro. Come on, son. My man capping, bro. I hope he's telling the truth because this nigga gonna get sued. Bro. Now that's a wild allegation. That's a wild allegation, bro. That's a wild thing to say if it's not true, man. I don't accept sources like this. I don't know who this guy is, how reliable his sources. People do shit like this. But he's not saying he heard. He said he walked in and saw it. He walked in and saw Dwayne Martin had Will Smith with his back arched and his ass in the air, and he was killing him. <laughs> Yo, it's pause. Is that for a second? There was a couch, and um, Will was bent over on the couch, and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. This murder. Is... Like, <laughs> murder. It was murder. Yo! Yo! Murder. This dude is wild for this. Him. He said he was murdering him. That's a wild allegation right there, boy. Nah, Will Smith and Dwayne Martin, they got it, they got it. He said both of them. I haven't seen Dwayne Martin too busy in the, in the field, so he, he got to speak up, man. If this ain't true, homie got to get unalived. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, you got to pack Duke up. You got to get him out of here, man. You got to pack him up, yo, for real. My thing is, what's dude's angle here? Is this a money play? Did he have some money that was supposed to be given to him? To, to, some hush money? Because to have this kind of information out here, if this is true, is nasty work right here, bro. Nasty work. And Tasha K is involving herself in this nonsense. So if, if this ain't true, I, this is crazy to have. And I saw Jada talking about this on The Breakfast Club. And I don't want to get I don't want to get my podcast involved in this shit. Not saying I'm on a large scale like Tasha K. But still, Dwayne Martin, Will Smith is a power bottom, son. That's nasty fucking work, son. Jesus Christ. Hold on a second. I'm saying hold on. Like, I got to go somewhere. I got to grab my remote. Bang, bang. Here we go. Yeah. Now, let's turn this thing around. My bad, y'all. 
Gotta get this, gotta get some air over here. It's getting get a little, little hot in here in the studio. Them, I, got some, I got some new lights. Them new lights is hot, boy. There we go. Come on. That's better. All right, we in business. We in business. We in business. We in business. No, we not. We not in business. God damn it, Will. There we go. Now we in business. Now we in business. Y'all trying to tell me we lying? We here on Bilna. All right, let's go. All right, enough about that. That story is out of control. We will report more when more come out. But Dwayne Martin teeing off on Will Smith is nuts. Nuts. The thought of it. In more news, I want to talk to you Southcats for a minute because we have this argument all the time. Everybody always talking about how Andre Three Stacks is the GOAT. I think he's one of the greatest rappers ever. But the dude has always been a full-blown weirdo to me. Full-blown weirdo. Andre 3000 announces debut solo album featuring no lyrics. The whole fucking album. Let me read this shit. Andre 3000 is dropping his first solo album Friday, and it's unlike any project he's ever done. For those who have known, known him as critically acclaimed lyricist and one half of the rap duo Outkast alongside Big Boy, Andre 3000 is reintroducing himself as a flutist. Flutist. The 48-year-old singing rapper announced in an interview with NPR Music Tuesday that his upcoming album, New Blue Sun, has no vocals. He is only playing various flutes. I don't want to troll people. I don't want people to think, oh, this is Andre 3000 album is coming. And you play it like, oh, man, no verses. He said not even, no. So even actually on the packaging, you'll see it says, warning, no bars. is letting you know what it is off the top. The opening track title was I Swear I Really Wanted to Make a Rap Album. I don't know how I feel about this. I'll tell you one thing. This nigga's been a weirdo since he dated Erica Badu. Erica Badu respectfully must have the best pussy on the planet. For some reason, when, when, when dudes get a hold of her, when she get a hold of them, they change, man. I remember she had Common out here looking weird for a while. For a while, she had Common out here looking crazy. He was dressing like Andre 3000. Not even feminine, just wacky. Wacky. But she is a bad motherfucker. Before I say what I was going to say, and her daughter's very beautiful too. I, don't, I think she's young, but she's beautiful. And she looks just like her mother, just lighter skinned. So definitely good genes there. And, um, yeah, but uh, Andre 3000 has been a weirdo. First of all, flute is a very weird out, a weird instrument to have an album about. Let me see if they got any Andre 3000 flute songs on here. Let me see. Andre 3000 flute. I want to see him play the flute. See if he's any good. Cause I used to play. I didn't play the flute. I played the the recorder. I used to play hot cross buns and shit on that shit. Flute. Let's see. I want to see if he got any flute songs on here. 
Andre 3000 spotted playing a flute at a Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Look at him. Oh, wow. Oh, this nigga sell incense and oil? He look crazy. Sure, Good sure. sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Oh, man? nah. Good sir, sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Oh, nah. How you doing? Good sir, sure, right? No, 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 no. We need, I, need, I need to see him playing. Rocks of flute time at Starbucks. What's up with this? That ain't Andre. I want to see Andre 3000 vibing with a flute. Andre 3000 shows off his flute in new Supreme commercial. Yeah, he's he's a weird guy. Oh, here you go. Let's see if we've got him playing here. Not bad. A little weird for my taste, you know, but I'm not surprised that Andre 3000 would do some shit like this. But this is y'all goat though, right? It's y'all goat though, right? Is he still in the goat conversation now, y'all? Now that he's become a flutist? Huh? Now that he playing the piccolo, is he still in the fucking goat conversation? South. You South dudes, huh? Y'all always getting mad. <sighs> what else we got, man? We got a lot of stuff on this docket to get through today. Um, I don't want to get to that yet. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I saw this, and I was like, yo. Yeah. Yeah, let's get into this. So let me tell y'all something. I always watch like political debates and and like and like people in like capital buildings and offices um, amongst the countries, another country like Germany, Sweden. Oh, they get it popping in them offices. These niggas be fighting India, Russia, and 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 they're and they're like Senate offices where where you know the uh, government people be at. They get it popping. They fight. And we almost saw it go down in in in, in, uh, in the Senate meeting here, and 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 the talk the talk was reckless. I like that calm. It's nothing more masculine and menacing than 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 getting to the point when you got a problem with a dude. I remember one time I was in a club. And this dude bumped me, and he bumped me so hard that he spun me around. So even if you didn't do it on purpose, the fact that you bumped me that hard and kept it moving, is is it mean you want a beef. So he bumped me, and I had to walk through the I'm like, he's not getting away with this shit. So I met him by the bathroom door, and I ran like in front, then cut him off and got in front of him. He's like, yo, excuse me? I'm like, no, nah, that's actually why I'm walking up to you. I said, yo, when you were just walking just now, you bumped me wild hard, bro. You spun me around. You know me or something? You got a problem? He like, so I'm thinking he's going to say, like, my bad. You know, I, I apologize. I didn't see you. 
and I would have left it alone. But it felt personal. Then he said, well, you probably was in my way. And I can read his body language and tell he, 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 he didn't really want no smoke. Or maybe he did. You know what I mean? So I got real close to him. And there was people around. So I'm like, okay, so he's making a scene so people can start coming around. But I want to let him know that I don't need people to come around. So I was like, I said, yo, you, 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 you going into the bathroom? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. So I walked into the bathroom. And I guess he didn't know what was about to happen. I used the bathroom, got done before him, and I waited by the door. There's nobody in the bathroom. He's walking towards the door. I put my foot on the door so he can't leave. I'm like, yo, I'm going to give you an opportunity to apologize to me for what you did so I don't have to fuck you up. He like, excuse me? I'm like, bro, I think, I, I think you heard me loud and clear. If you want to go enjoy yourself for the rest of the night, I suggest you apologize to me so I don't have to fuck you up in this bathroom. And he said, yo, my bad, bro. I've been drinking a lot. Yo, my fault. Yo, my, my fault. I'm like, all right, peace. Enjoy the rest of your night. See what I'm saying? That shit get real intimidating when you back a man into a corner and talk to him very calmly. That's why the mobsters and Italians are very menacing. Like older men talk with that kind of, that calm aggression. This is the energy I got from these two dudes in this Senate shit. Oh, I love this energy. This shit like, yeah, yeah. Like that type of shit, look. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish you was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company. Myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard in long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Mm. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. All the smoke. I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, stop it. Is that your solution? Every poll. Oh, no, 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 sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Active. Oh, okay. okay. Sit down, please. Shut up, Bernie. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. If Hold we can't, no, I have nah. I'm sorry. This is Hold Nah, it. no. Let them niggas get it popping. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. Bernie Sanders, respectfully mind your blood clot business, brethren. That's that them niggas were standing on business. I like that shit. Let's go back to that again. My man said that shit was lovely the way he put it. Lovely. I loved every moment of that. I loved it. I loved it. Well-handled gentleman. And the other dude said, what's good? He said, it's a great, we can do it right here. You want to do it right here? Let's go. Let's go. That's how men handle their disagreement. That's how you handle it. All that screaming and pulling out guns, fuck out of here. These men got on suits. They're in the office. They don't care who around. This is, this is what you call an on-site situation. I love this shit right here. Ben, always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Yes, Perfect. sir. You want to do it now? I'd love to do yes, it right now. Yes, sir. Stand up, you stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that Sorry. your solution? Every pull. 
No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Okay. okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. If we can't, no. Bernie Sanders, mind your business. Those two gentlemen, I loved it. I loved it. Shout out to y'all. Loved it. You know what I mean? Gunshots, yeah. This is this, this, this what he hit him with. This is what he hit him like this. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. That's what he hit him with. You're not, you're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that type of energy. I like it a lot. Anyways, uh, where am I going with this? Okay. Moving along, moving along, guys. Okay. This right here. Was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Look at. Oh, where's this going? Ah, uh, okay. Okay, it's always one that I don't want to act up. Okay, so. Okay, so look what happened to this old lady. She went to Mexico for a breast lift. She lost a lot of weight. And she went there to get a breast lift. And they did a filthy, guys. They did a filthy. They do. The woman we talked to said she went to Mexico in late October to get a tummy tuck and to get her arms, thighs, and breasts lifted after losing a lot of weight. She says she woke up and discovered she'd undergone the wrong procedures and claimed she was forced to pay more and sign off on surgeries she never wanted. We want to warn you, some of what you're about to see may be hard to watch. Don't do it. <laughs> Kimberly McCormick gets emotional when recounting her surgery in Tijuana. The care was horrible, and I've been disfigured, and now I'm going to have to go under more surgery. Damn. She went to the same facility for a successful weight loss surgery six years ago. This time, she went back for a breast lift and to remove loose skin on her arms, thighs, and stomach. But things didn't go as planned. But when I woke up, my chest was really sore, and, and I went, and I just started bawling. After realizing she'd been given unwanted implants, Kimberly alerted a medical some, coordinator who suggested that she ask the doctor for them. They gave she some said, titties. Well, yeah, you told him you wanted a full C. But that's not it. They said, no, I would never say that's that. That's not it. Mm -hmm. Not in, not ever. She says she also had an unwanted Brazilian butt lift and was having trouble breathing Yo. and developed a severe infection. Yo, they gave her some titties. And they gave her a BBL. Old lady. This lady like she in her 70s. They gave her a BBL and some titties. Yo, Mexico is out of pocket. Damn. What happened to my mother? Her daughter says after she was like. for answers, she was physically pushed out by armed security. But inside, I'm thinking my mom's up there. <laughs> And they can't leave her. I was just afraid I was going to die right there. <laughs> and she wouldn't have known. Later, they claimed they were strong-armed into paying $2,500 more than the prepaid price due to what staff said was a longer stay. She's, well, you don't have to pay, but 
we can have you put in prison. I can't go to prison with 500 stitches. The two say they were forced to pack quickly into a van and were driven across the border and dropped off, where Kimberly says she went to a San Diego ER for antibiotics. I think I'm lucky that I'm here. I want to see that ass. The damage isn't any worse, although I am looking at another surgery now because um, the implants that they put in are so big I don't have enough skin to enclose them, so they're not this. this they're not healing. Damn. Public health experts say the best advice is to get information on the quality of care, practitioner training, and regulatory structures beforehand. So, are you going to get what you think you're going to get, um, or are you going to get something else, or is it not going to be as good? People always trying to save money. Always trying to save money. Going to Columbia. And Mexico, I mean, Colombia. I understand Colombia does very good work. I, I don't. I haven't heard too many complaints. I've heard several, but I haven't heard too many about Colombia. But Mexico, no way, son. No way. I, I don't think Mexico is a good place to get surgery. So obviously, she went there because it's cheaper. And excuse me. They gave that poor lady a BB. They gave her some ass. They ain't show the ass, though. I wanted to see it, man. For my listeners, I was hoping y'all, you know what I mean? I was hoping to give y'all some details on that ass. Because I wanted, I definitely wanted to see it. All right. What we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? All right, so they got rid of that video. Okay, so that's... Pissing me off. Uh, so check this out, guys. If you're from the UK, and I think they probably should do this. I'm not a cigarette smoker. I vape. So the UK is banning, banning cigarettes, period, in the whole country. Check this out. They're banning cigarettes in the country. This is King Charles. My government will introduce legislation to create a smoke-free generation by restricting the sale of tobacco so that children currently aged 14 or younger can never be sold cigarettes. Mm. So if you, There's no doubt that we're seeing. So if you're from England and you're under the age of 15, that's it. You may not ever see a cigarette. And I, I think that's a great thing. I think that I'm not against it. Even if they ban vaping here, I guess I just can't vape anymore. But, uh, wow, well, I got the yawns like this. Jesus Christ. Yawning like crazy, man. Um, what else do we got on the docket, guys? I, I know the last thing I'm going to talk about, because I, I know that's going to be a little lengthy. Because I definitely want to get into that. Um, this girl, I'm not going to give a winded opinion on my thoughts on what she said, but it was very interesting to hear her say this. I want to know from the ladies and guys alike, what do you feel about this, what this girl had to say? She is pretty sexy, too. Good feet. 
Let's say we were together. Would you tolerate cheating from me? Of course. I would. Mm. Now, why is that? Um, because men biologically cheat. Because you can go sleep with a girl right now, and it's just pleasure. For example, we're surrounded right now by a shit ton of amazing clubs. You can walk into the club right now, get super drunk, and just have a one-night stand. But you're still coming home to me, sleeping with me, providing for me, and doing everything you're supposed to. It's just biologically made the men are going to go ahead and cheat because it's just pleasure. You know what I mean? It's status, basically, when men cheat. But when women cheat... It's disrespect because when we cheat, it's a connection. Like, we cheat with intention. We Man. cheat with emotions. You guys don't cheat with emotions. We do. So Ooh. I don't think a man should stay with a woman that cheats on her. Now, why wouldn't you feel insecure by finding out that I, you know, was blowing on all the chicks back out? Oh, as women, you're meant to be feminine and protective of the home and stay with your partner and take care of the kids. So if you're providing for me and doing everything you're supposed to, I would definitely tolerate cheating. But if it's a 50-50 relationship, it's like I'm your roommate. Why Why are you, like, down, making me downfall? Like, that's not, that's not cool. I'm not going to say anything about that. I'll let you guys commentate on it. Um, I've been saying that shit for years, man. She hit every point on the nose for me. I, I agree with her. I agree with her all the way. All With everything she said, I agree with her. Well, I, I, they don't got no name for her. She can't be a single woman. Women like that, who thinks that way, can't be single. I don't think, but you know, here's the thing. I don't think women that have that conversation with a guy, they're dating. I think it's a situational thing where she end up in that situation. The guy would have to find out that she's like that. Because if she told you that she's like that from the beginning, then you would cheat on purpose. Right? You would actively seek pum pum. It's one thing for it to like uh, spontaneously happen. You know, like uh, you bump into a, a old fling at the club or something and y'all both drunk and boom, y'all wind up in the backseat of your car, you're on vacation, shit like that. You know what I mean? Those things are hard to avoid. But like meeting a chick, taking her out to eat, all that, that's hardcore cheating. Like that's another relationship. But like those little flings, that one night things, come on, shorty, get over that, man. Heard my man Jay-Z. My man with prize, you don't do shit like that. You don't just leave and leave me sick like that. You don't throw away what we had just like that. I was just fucking them girls. I was going to get right back. Come on, man. Hove said it, man. And her? Yeah. I agree with her. I agree with the lady, what she said. Sorry. All right, now this is the last thing we're going to get into today. I believe it because this is one that's going to be a little lengthy. So uh, recently, uh, Coyle Ray was... Um, Interviewed by Angie Martinez. Great interview. Um, I don't want to go over the entire interview because it's long and it's On lengthy. a mental health level. Because it's probably one of the best things for you. I'm going to... Really. Um, nah, for real. God when I it. went to the gym... I'm going to... 
I saw something that bothered me. Not Yeah, it bothered me. Because this is something similar to what I go through or have been through. And uh, I wanted to talk about that. Okay. Also, I want to say this. I don't know why she be getting hate. I'm not going to lie to you. I think she's fucking extremely attractive. Skinny and all. I think she is bad. I think she's bad. She got that body to where, like, if she had a baby, you know how crazy her, like, her body would turn into, like, Ruby Rose's body or, like, Tiana Taylor's body. You know what I mean? She's just skinny. But if she got a, if, she, if, you, if you put a baby in her, what her body would turn into would be crazy. A little more boobage, a little weight. Koi be bad. I don't know why she get hate like that. And she's very confident too with her little with her little petite body. But um this is at the 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 full the full interview is about an hour and twenty seconds. But I want to play this part here. This is four. This is at the uh, the fourteen minute mark, when she started to discuss the relationship between her and her mom. And I noticed some eerie similarities, and some things that I went through as a result of this type of mother daughter relationship. So I wanted to play this part. Hell, and I was ooh, I was so confused. So it made me like say fuck it like i'm gonna just do what i want what y'all don't care you know all y'all care is about whatever y'all going through and clearly um but my mother was my biggest supporter always like mm-hmm. since a j i could tell her anything you feel me whether when i had sex for the first time you or told whenever. her when you were yeah, 14 hell yeah i told her well, told how- my mom everything because she needed to know how like, does that happen how does that go like, do you be like, Ma, I got something to tell you, or you just blurt it out? Or Yeah, I got something to tell you. Like, y'all want to talk to you about something. Like, I'm just something on my mind. Like, I got to say it. I'm so, I'm like always been, my family's so funny, so I'll probably be like, yo, I got to talk to you, and like, I'll be nervous. I'll start pinning, and then she sees it, and then she just be like, she always made it a safe place. Mm. She always made it a safe place, mm-hmm. no matter what I wanted to talk to her well, about. Well, that's good parenting. Yeah. yeah. She she made me feel good about whatever. And then also, too, that's what allowed her to trust me. Mm. You know, I was outside on my own. But most kids at 13, 14 don't have that. They, like, they want to hide, protect. Uh... That's what I wanted to say. Angie Martinez says something. That's actually not good parenting. That's that's a good mother, right? So you could be a good mother and a bad parent. It's like you could be a good father and a bad parent. Mother requires lots of nurturing and love. That's what being a mother is. Being a parent, you don't have to be the kids. Parents put in place a lot of preventative measures and a lot of damage control so you can avoid the inevitable. It's almost like when your kid about to run in the middle of the street, you hit them, right? And the hit hurts them. But we know we're hitting them because if they run in that street, that hit from that car can be worse. So that's damage control. Same as if, same thing when she talking about 13, 14, she out there fucking. And then she just feels comfortable to come tell her mother about it. And her mother will have the conversation with her about it 
and her mother felt, made her feel good about it. That's not good parenting. That's guilt parenting. And, and if you watch the course of this interview, you'll see that there is a lot of guilt parenting from her mother's end. Benzino, who's Coyle Ray's father, was always the breadwinner, right? He owned the Source magazine, very well-off, rich man. So when him, her, him and her mom broke up, the money went away, and the mother couldn't provide the same life that Benzino provided. So to offset that, she would let Coy and her brothers do more because they couldn't live the same life. That's being a that's guilt parenting. I did that. Um, one of my daughters was raised by her mom like that. And me and my daughter have a terrible relationship right now because of that. Because um, she always made me feel like, she's grown now, she's 22. She's always made me feel like I'm one no away from never her being out of my life. That's how she always made me feel. Like, like you have to do X, Y, and Z or I'm not fucking with you no more. Because her mother raised her to treat me like a tool, like, I'm not there for parenting time. I'm here to do things for you. That's what her mom instilled in her. And anything she did, whether it was losing her virginity, getting tattoos, uh, 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 smoking weed, she did all of that shit in front of her mother. Every negative thing she did as a child, it happened on her mother's watch. None of it happened on my watch. Even when she lived with me, when she lived with me, when she went out on the weekends to her mother's house, that's where she would smoke her weed. That's where she lost her virginity. That's where she got her tattoo, her first tattoo on her fucking neck. All of those things happened under her mother's roof. And I was always made out to be like the asshole, the mean parent. Typically the parent who has more like morals and values. The kid don't understand those morals and values until they get older. But as parents, we understand it. So she never really had a mother. She had a homie. And to this day, they're very close. Like, that's like her best friend. And that's such a toxic relationship. Because at some point in her life, she's going to require her mother to be a mother. And I doubt if her mother's going to be available for her. Right, and she's always bashed me, or like always, like to this day, like social media. She talks shit about me, throw little shots, and we haven't spoken in over a year, and I'm cool with that because she's an adult now, and I don't want to go too much into my personal business, but that's just one of my kids out of six. I don't talk to one of them, and for that reason, so I find that Koi has that same relationship with her mom. Um, her mom would like trauma bond with her a lot. Like anything that me and her mom went through, she would share, her mom would share it with her. So creating this narrative like, oh, dad's such an evil person, he's mean. And that was never the case. Like, I never even laid a hand on my daughter before. Never. I've never touched her. Her stepdad did, though. The man her mom chose to marry, she allowed that man to put hands on her when she was a little kid. I've never touched my daughter. I've never said no to her. I've never let her down. But for some reason, 
her entire life, she always viewed me as the bad guy. And I was like, you know what I mean? But anyway, Benzino responded. And I'm not going to say Benzino. I think Benzino is jealous of his daughter. He's been, first of all, this is the first time I spoke on my daughter. I'm not going to say my daughter's name. I'm not going to put her out there. Um, so I speak on my situation sometimes, every now and then, because it, it bothers me, and we don't talk. But Benzino, like, puts his daughter on blast, like, and he could just pick up the phone and call her. I I don't get that. Like, he does some immature-ass shit the way he handles the situation. The one thing I'm never going to do is, like, bash I'll talk shit about my baby mother all day. But, like, to talk down about my children and, like, bash them? I'm just giving you guys a little bit of my history and my experience with my kid. But I'm not going to bash my daughter and, and and drag her through the mud on social media and get that person who, like, he be bugging. But I could see where a lot of that frustration comes from. He's just a very immature person. Dead ass. But I will say, this is his response to him talking about how they were. Uh, he It's a part on this interview where she talked about how they were poor or uh, she slept in cars and he responded to her about that. So let's see what he had to say. And what I called you for. Yeah, I called you for some money. I made you. You didn't make me. And right, I called Ray Ray and everybody else. That's nasty, bro. To, 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 so you're giving off the impression like your daughter owes you something? She don't owe you nothing, bro. Let me tell you something. No matter what level of success I reach or don't reach, I'm not calling my kids and asking them for nothing. They would have to notice that something's going on with me and offer it to me. I'm not asking them for nothing. And then to have this entitlement shit, like the, the energy he putting out right here. This nigga said that I made you. Yeah, I asked you for some money. That's a nasty response, bro. And what I called you for. Yeah, I called you for some money. I made you. You didn't make me. And right, I called Ray Ray and everybody else. I'm supposed to. Who the fuck else am I supposed to call? Nobody. What the fuck is the matter with this generation and you kids, man? Y'all are Y'all are Angie knew what she was doing. She don't like me. Angela Yee knew what she was doing. She don't like me. But you had no problem with disrespecting the fucking man that brought you here. I had you, you didn't have me. My career, I did amazing fucking things. Amazing things. I'm proud of what you're doing, but Corey, you ain't done this shit or made the money that I made. You couldn't walk in my fucking Adidas for an hour. How can you get on here and say that you're a clout? I'm using you for clout. Corey, Corey. Your first record was disrespecting me. Your first record that Universal allowed was you disrespecting your father. Mm. 
in that narrative of me not being there and you was had to come out and sell drugs and you had to overcome all these obstacles. No. You know what? I'm going to co-sign him on that. That's a thing with the younger generation, especially when it comes to black fathers. There is an abundance of celebrity children blasting their fathers publicly. And the mothers co-sign that shit. Lil' Romeo did it to Master P. The only thing we've seen from Master P was being a great father. I saw Russell Simmons get dragged by his own daughter. And only thing we saw was being a good father. 50 Cent, son Marquise, tried to drag him. And we always see the mothers supporting that shit. You know, good or bad, when it comes to my kids' mothers, I always got their back. Like my son, if he acts up with his mother or my daughter's acts up with their mother, I will go after my kid because the parent needs the support system. The kid don't need the support system. We're supposed to come together and figure out what, what we're going to do about the kid. You don't take a side. You know what I mean? And that's because let me see one of my kids. For instance, when me and my daughter had the, 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 the back and forth on social media, her mother never stepped in. And the fight was about her mother. I said some things about her mom on social media, I admit it. And she stepped in for her mom. And her mom didn't step in for her. Her mom left her to fight her battles. That's nasty work. The beef was never between me and my daughter. The beef was between me and her mother. My daughter felt the need to jump out the window and go on social media and blast me for her mother. And her mother never came to, her mother never said nothing about it. She let a, a kid fight her battles. Coward shit. So yeah, I, I agree with her on that part. No. No, you was bad. Your mother sent you down to live with me in Atlanta. You couldn't cope with that because I wasn't going for the shit that she goes for and went for. So I don't know if there was some uh, anger because of that, but that's all, I, that's all how I knew to be a father. How am I using you as a clout kid? Do you know, Coy, when me and your mother broke up, the $800,000 new house in Upper Saddle River, not Saddle River, we moved from the mansion to Upper Saddle River. Remember, I got indicted by the feds and I lost everything. I got indicted by the feds and I mm. lost everything. Now, I go back to the street. Fuck the music industry. The street is there for me. I take my right back to Boston or any block in this country and get it. Because that's what I did. For real. But I, but we started Hip Hop Weekly. We moved on. I, moved I don't understand why he's having this conversation online. Like, my daughter has said some terrible things about me online. And I and it's it went on for like a year. I never said nothing. If I can't get in contact with her directly, I'm not about to have a back and forth with the internet. Like you're explaining yourself to Koi through us. As if you you doing old young nigga shit. Like you need validation from the internet. And who are you trying to prove? I get what he's trying to do. I get like everything he's saying, he should be saying it directly to her. This is family business, you know what I'm saying? Miami, but I gave your mother a house. Now, before that, I was giving your mother $4,000 a month allowance, four Gs a month for a few years. 
She could have took some of that money and saved it. She could have opened up a business. When I gave her the house, Coy, you, Taj, Kwame, and Marnie, when I gave her the house, like the four or five bedroom house, I was still sending 2500 a month when we broke up. The mortgage was 1800 a month. She said she couldn't afford it. I got no problems with Asia. I'm not disrespecting Asia, I'm not disrespecting your mother, but I'm telling my fucking truth because I'm tired of you lying on me and making, you don't understand, Corey, right? What I went through, like I represent a lot of in that town, in Roxbury, in Dorchester, but I can't let you come on the internet and ruin my reputation. How are you a clout kid? How am I using you for clout when I'm your storyline since day one? I thought it was over with. I thought after rolling life. I don't think anybody cares, bro. Put it like this. I say things like, like, if you heard my daughter talk, her truth is going to sound way different than my story. Because at the end of the day, right or wrong, right or wrong on either end, she still have her version that she experienced. Um, I didn't hear too many malicious things that Koi said about you. I didn't. If that's the way you received it, fine. I don't think, whether it was fabricated or not, I don't think any of it was malicious. You know what I mean? You may think there's some kind of witch hunt against you, some smear campaign. I think this is not going to go anywhere. I don't think nobody's going to, I don't think what she said can sway people's opinion about you. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't feel like that's what it was. Which you, you treated me like I was one of the fucking uh, stagehands. It ain't no secret. I'm not doing as better than I was. But I don't give a. I don't care about. That's not what it is about me. Money didn't make me. I've had millions, and I've spent it on you, your mother, your 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 um, two older brothers, Taj, and your um, uncle. Jason, shout, that's my heart, paralyzed. I took care of everybody and you knew that. Since no more parties, you've been using me as your storyline and you still doing nah, it. Nah, she don't need you, bro. You talking she about don't your need your truth. That's not your truth. I, I struggled, I sacrificed, I sold drugs, so you didn't have to. All right, enough of that. A lot of people, Benzino, a lot of people don't even know that you're her father. I think... Um, at this point in her career, she doesn't need you for the clout. I think she could have got up there and not mentioned you, and it still would have been a great interview. The girl got a story. She's sexy. She she did experience a lot of hate. Um, None of the songs that she did about you did well. Those are not what she's known for. You know what I mean? She experienced, like, hate on her own, like, from her body, from the double X freestyle. Like, she got hate from that. So, I don't think, I think, um, I think your ego is, 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 I, I think it's a lot, a little bit of hate on your end, bro. Respectfully. I think it's a little bit of hate on your end, Bizzino, because I think that your daughter's success is weighing on your conscience because Source Magazine was it. Like, when you were up, you were up. When it was made, man, and you had the sauce, you was on top of the world. And I think it's hard to have that fall from grace. And you've had a lot of embarrassing moments on social media. On love, you was on loving hip hop. 
you know, people make fun of your neck. Then you got locked up on camera. Then you had the little tranny thing that was going on. You had a bunch of shit that smeared your campaign, your life, way more than your own, your own daughter. I think you are giving this thing wings and legs. I don't think it's coy, bro. Although, like I said, as a father, I agree with a lot of things. But the way you handling the shit is nasty. It's nasty the way you're doing it. You're going out sad, bro. Sad. Enough about that, though. What else we got? What else we got? Do we got anything else? I think I think we can wrap it up now. This, I mean, it's been a good show. It felt like 20 minutes, but that's a whole hour that went by. Damn. Good job, Will. Good job. But anyway, y'all, that's episode 199 in the books. Next week, I will be releasing the the uh, the uh, the highlights from the live episode 200 show, so you guys will see that. But as far as my viewers and uh, 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 listeners are concerned, next week I will be going live for episode 200. I'm going live on YouTube. Okay, I'm going to try to figure out how I'm going to do the audio part of it. I haven't figured that out yet. Maybe I still can record the audio as well. But episode 200 will be live streamed on YouTube. All right, and I'll get that audio and still upload it for my listeners for the episode 200 show, all right? But that will wrap it up, guys. Shout out to my boy Fredo Cash, writer, producer, director of the All Jokes Aside podcast theme song or jokes aside let's get it nah man whoa Fredo letter me and Pyrex together watch two words collide me and Jackie board out the sweets when we got hella horns inside whoa I'm the shit I'm the shit Bitch, all jokes aside. I'm the shit, I'm the shit. Bitch, all jokes aside. Till next week, guys. I will see you. Same time, same blood clad place. Peace.